Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence, your go-to podcast for people who want to find peace with food, quit binge eating and heal their food and body relationship. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. Hello, hello everyone. Oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe my luck this morning, but I swear that it happened for me. How good is that? But I went to go record a podcast earlier this morning and then there's been this massive drilling sound um, at the neighbors next door. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do my podcast right now. But then the weather was nice and so instead it gave me permission to go outside for a beautiful swim. So I've literally getting to the best of both worlds now because I'm still on here doing the episode. I got to have a beautiful swim. I got to connect with this beautiful life this morning. Yeah, now I'm here living my best life and talking to you guys. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to improve your exercise relationship. Exercise is one thing that I hold closely to my heart and I believe that it is something everybody should definitely do and prioritize. Now, what I believe they shouldn't prioritize is movement that doesn't make them feel good though. And this is where I see a lot of toxic exercise relationships being built. If you don't know my history, go back and listen to episode one called A Part of Me and I give you a little bit of a background story as to why I do what I do now and know what I know now. And for those of you who do know, obviously I had a very close relationship with exercise. I grew up doing competitions and then I was in bodybuilding. And so exercise, the gym, aka the gym was my home. It was my go-to. It was my savior. And after being in such a dark place where I didn't feel like I was good enough, I felt like I had no motivation. I felt like I wasn't living out any purpose in life. Actually starting at the gym was a awesome thing for me because it gave me a place where I felt safe, where I felt welcome because everybody had things in common. We liked to train. And it also was the space that gave me permission first and foremost to notice how good I could feel about myself. And it also taught me how to have discipline for my own self-care and for my own self-love. But there was a certain time and place where it did become toxic because I then started to do it for the wrong reasons again. Let's come to quickly talk about what exercise used to mean for me. So exercise for me, and this is something that may or may not resonate with you, but the question you can ask yourself is, what does exercise mean to me? What does it look like? How does it feel like? Like, when do I know that I'm exercising? Okay, well, for me, exercise used to be, it had to always be painful It had to be, otherwise it meant that I wasn't progressing and exercise had to be done every single day, no matter how you felt. It was something that was consistently forced and it was a way of remaining disciplined with yourself to show and prove that you cared about your health. So when I dug deeper into my meaning of exercise and what it had become, that is part of my relationship with exercise and where it did get led to. Now, my relationship with exercise now, which is completely different, is that exercise doesn't have to always be painful. Doing something is enough to show that you care. 
sometimes doing nothing is enough to show that you care. So my relationship with exercise always as a priority, it must be enjoyable. The first thing I want you guys to realize is what is my definition of exercise? What does it look like? How does it feel for me? And what do I think about exercise? Is it something that's meant to be hard? Because if you're telling yourself that exercise is hard, then it will always feel hard. And then every time you're doing something that is actually a form of exercise that doesn't feel hard, you won't believe that you are exercising. Therefore, you might go down a very toxic route where let's say you've gone for a beautiful hike and a walk with your partner or your family, that's exercise. But because it didn't feel hard enough, you then feel like you need to do more. You need to push your body through certain pains and intensities for you to classify that, well, for you to confirm that you have done exercise. But this isn't the truth and this isn't the case. If you want to improve your relationship with exercise, the first thing you want to look at changing is your definition of what exercise means to you and how you want it to be and how you want it to look. And one of the things I preach is that you are the expert of your body and you get to decide and design the life that you want. Nobody else can tell you that. And this is what I teach my clients to do. So you get to design what exercise looks like, feels like for you and what you think about it. So that is the first thing to look at. The next thing you want to start thinking about so then you're actually able to enjoy exercise more. You want to start actually doing things you enjoy. It's so simple. We really have this tendency to overcomplicate things. But for me, exercising um, meant for me to take some time off. Like I didn't go to the gym at all for about 12 weeks straight, it was so hard, but I was so sick and the the acidosis that I had built up in my body and the inflammation was ridiculous and exercise creates inflammation. So for me to get better and to heal my insides, I actually had to do things that were more um, alkalining and anti-inflammatory behaviors and eat certain foods that were anti-inflammatory. So That meant changing what I did for exercise. And so instead I started to do Pilates or yoga or I would sit down and meditate and just do some kind of like yin yoga. So it wasn't Hatha yoga where it's a little bit more aggressive or Kundalini yoga. It was yin yoga. Slow, deep, long, easy and breathing a lot because breath is another way that we um, excrete toxins and lower our acidity levels in our body. So that was one of the things that I was doing a lot of. It was like breath, yoga, relaxing, stopped doing the gym, stopped um, eating certain foods that were causing a lot of um, inflammatory problems in my body. And through doing that, that's what helped me to start healing. So then when that was all better, I was then able to rebuild my relationship with exercise and start going back to the gym. Now, when I did this, it was really hard because I went into the gym almost with an expectation that I would go back in and feel exactly the way that I felt when I left, which was strong, energized and totally motivated to push out a heap of weight. But that wasn't the case. So if you're finding it really difficult to remain consistent in your exercise, one of the things other than what I've just mentioned is lower the expectation of where you're going to be when you step into that gym. You want to or even if you're not going to the gym, you're doing something else, lower the expectation of what 
outcome you're expecting. So then you can give yourself permission to just have the experience that you need in that moment. And then you're able to build on from there. So when I went back into the gym, it was a case of taking it a little bit slower than what I had before. Because remembering I had 12 weeks off, my body had been doing slow things. And yes, even though it did feel better, it did feel free, it did feel less toxic. I had to give myself permission to build my way back up. And if I tried to force myself, that would just feel gross. It would feel yuck. And then I would start resenting my exercise again. And then that would mean that a toxic relationship is just waiting to happen. So I actually started back at the gym really slowly. I would only go whatever felt good. So I, again, I didn't even put an expectation on the amount of days. And one thing I used to see a lot of people do wrong was come into the gym and because back when I was a PT, they would come into the gym and I'd say, right, okay, how many days can you commit to doing per week before we write the training program? And they would say, oh, I can definitely try getting for six days. And I'm like, hold on a second. Have you done any exercise before? And they were like, oh no, I haven't been to the gym in like a couple of months. And I said, okay, so is six days without a doubt, definitely something that's probably going to be manageable. And this isn't to discourage anyone and say that it's not possible. The thing is we want to lower the expectation so we can have a bigger celebration if something more does happen. So it gives us space for flexibility and also it gives us space to allow our bodies to adjust for the amount of um, exercise that maybe you are putting it through so it can enjoy it more. And when you enjoy it more, you love it more and it becomes easy. Who wouldn't want that? That's just so much better. The question you'd want to ask yourself is what can I truly commit to doing for myself each week on a minimum? And so then they would come back and they would say three days. And I said, okay, well, does three days feel good for you? Like, does that number feel good? Is that something you can be proud of? And what will happen if it doesn't happen? And what will happen if you go an extra day? So it's getting all of the variables out on the table. And then, so once you've gone, okay, minimum amount of days that feels really good for me, like it feels good. It's not what you think is a good idea. It's what feels good for you. Then that's something that you can move forward with, with clarity. And then you want to make sure that you've gotten clear on the new definition of what exercise means to you and feels to you. Because again, that gives you clarity on how it is meant to feel, what it is meant to look like for you. So then you can build a better relationship with exercise. Then the next thing you want to do is Even though we've put all of these things out on the table, we've gotten clarity on what you want exercise to look like and feel like for you, moment to moment, things might change for you. So you might have gone through a really emotional day, something's come up at work. And if this is something you're going through, this could completely change, especially for women with our cycles and our periods. We move through different strengths and moods, especially around exercise and pain thresholds. So you've got to give your body space to tell you when maybe enough is enough or, hey, this week you can go a little bit harder. And the easiest way to do this is to just simply ask yourself, am I enjoying this? does this feel good to me? Is this something that is draining my soul, draining my energy, or is it actually getting me super excited? Now, big difference between is it draining your soul and your energy to is it just exercise and you're just getting tired? You'll know. You'll know exactly what it feels like because 
even when exercise is making you tired, there is this part of you that feels totally exhilarated. And that's when you know you're in the right space of exhaustion. Whereas the other one feels like you are totally demotivated to even get on and do that piece of exercise because thinking about it is making you feel like crap. Big, big, big difference. And if you are somebody who is following a training program and you're noticing that it is just not working out for you, you're finding yourself self-sabotaging, can't follow through with it, continuously having days that you miss and that is making you feel even worse about yourself and breaking your own self-trust. First of all, is it actually something that you want to do? Like, is there some kind of pattern here that needs to be changed? Like, do you see this as a lifestyle for you with how many days you're training on that exercise program? Because for me, like with bodybuilding, if I was still an athlete, then yeah, that would have to work. I'd have to make that work. But living a fulfilled lifestyle in all areas of my life, doing that training program is just not in alignment at all. So that can get thrown out of the window and to have a better relationship with exercise, because again, I believe exercise is super important, especially for mental health and our physical bodies, especially given that in society now we are sitting and resting a lot more than being active and chasing around our food for the day. So we want to give ourselves the space and time of day to be able to move our bodies, but make sure that we're moving our body with joy and for pleasure, the pleasure of doing it. Some days you don't feel like going to the gym because the gym isn't the only place for exercise, right? You can go outdoors, do some movements around the parks. There's some kind of like animal movement exercise. I think, I forget what it's called. Um, I remember my partner telling me about that. And then there is also Zumba, there's dance classes, there's gymnastics, there's Um, boxing and all these types of options. There's swimming. So you could have such a diverse amount of activity throughout your week. That's all involvement in exercise. You could have one day where you swim because you just felt like it. You can have one day where you go for a run because you just felt like it. You can have another day where you go to the gym because it just felt right. And that is where you start to heal your relationship with exercise because you're finally giving yourself permission to do what feels good and it doesn't feel yuck anymore. It doesn't feel forced anymore. So those are the three things that I really encourage you to do if you're looking to heal your uh, relationship with exercise and it gets to be that easy. Give yourself the space and time to work that out and trust. Trust that it's going to be okay and if you have a fear of weight gain, then that is another thing to tackle in itself because sometimes when I tell people to change their whole definition around exercise, their first thought that comes to mind that stops them from doing that could be, oh my gosh, but I'm going to gain weight if I don't do this much exercise and blah, 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 blah. And it's very real. I get it. I've been there as well and I had to work through that, but Yeah, if you want to talk about that and go a little bit deeper into that topic, then reach out to me and I'd be more than happy to have a chat with you. So my ladies, if you loved this episode and you know somebody who could seriously benefit from hearing these few little tips on how to heal their relationship with exercise, please share it with them. Tag me on your socials and share this episode with your main takeaway as well. And I would love to also touch base with you and see if this helped you as well as it does for my clients. But until next time, guys, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now.